Strangers from distant lands. Friends of old, you have been summoned here to geek out concerning every fandom known to man. Today's episode, we shall talk about elves in every kind of mythos in fantasy ever formed. This is your host, Erinon. Precisely. Now, <laughs> first, first, I would like to discuss elves as um, they are counted in the Silmarillion. Um, the elves are given several different divisions, and they are called, uh, first and foremost, the first children of Iluvatar. Iluvatar being basically the godlike figure. Um, and these elves are divided below that into two subsections between the Quendi. Uh, the Calquendi, that is, and the Mordequendi. The Calquendi being the elves of the light, and the Mordequendi being the elves of the darkness. This means that the, the Calquendi went to Valinor, to the Undying Lands, and saw the two trees in full blossom. Uh, Laurelin and Telperion, which gave the world its light. The elves of the darkness, the Mordequendi, remained in Middle-earth, and they were also known as the Avari, the Unwilling. And basically they... Um, were basically in the darkness of Middle-earth, because at that time there was no sun or no moon. Um, and also among the Mordequandi, there were some elves which were known as the Sindar and um, the Nandador. Um, there were the Noldor, the Vanyar, and the Teleri of the Blessed Kingdom, which were Calaquandi, but there were also Teleri um, being Mordequandi, being of the darkness. So that, that is a very complex subsection um, division kind of list, and I hope I've done it justice. Um, but you know, as we all know, Tolkien was obsessed with names. I mean, here was a philologist. He he, he likes studying words for a profession. Um, you know, whether that is dull or not is up to your own personal opinions. I think it's pretty cool. But um, you know, it, when we talk about their being and, and what they are, and especially th this very complex historical basis. We get a far more fuller image of elves in his work than we do in a lot of other mythologies. Um, and I call it a mythology in this case because it has that feel of historicity, of, like, you know, you could open up a real historical chronicle and read about, you know, um, let's say Beleg Kuthalion or Eluthingal or Tordagan, you know, um, or Fingolfin or, you know, Finarfin. Uh, now, I, I can mention. Plenty of specific elves, but um, between you, Lord Octoside, and you, Lady Erlase, who do you think are definitely the most key important elves in Middle Earth's history? I mean, I have my own list. Um, um I, am, I am not going to say the elves that I love. Well, okay. Um, Elrond! Uh, no. Well, what should, did she become? She no, 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 do not go there. Uh, uh, I'm not going there, not no, going no, no, there. No, it's more common. Galadriel. Galadriel, yeah. What about uh, Feanor? Feanor? Uh -huh. Yes, Feanor, yes. Um, what about, uh, do you think Fingolfin or Mithros? Uh, it might be kind of on the more studio side. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'd say Torgon might be. Eärendil has to be. Eärendil, he, ha definitely, he, um, he has to be up there. Elwing. Oh, Elwing. I'd say Luthien. Luthien, yeah, definitely. Luthien, Luthien Tenubial. Um, I, I think that pretty much covers it. So, how about we go through some of these um, characters? I'm going to start with, um, let's say, Feanor, because he goes back the oldest um, in terms of the ones we've mentioned, I'm pretty sure, and beginning and ending in, a, in a more of a 
Galadriel was, was with them, but I'll, I'll get into that pretty soon. They're kind of bound together and yet separate. Um, now, in the first age, in Amman, the Blessed Realm, there were basically the Calaquendi, who at one point divided, and some of them broke off in a faction which returned to Middle-earth. And this was a rebellion led by the Noldor, which is um, one uh, kind of subsection of the Calaquendi. And their lord, uh, basically, was Finway, and, their, and Finway's son uh, was Feanor. And th there's a whole story because Finway had two wives. Uh, one died, of course, and he remarried. And, you know, of course, there was a bloodline issue as to who would become king. But in the end, Feanor names himself heir, and he leads, basically, the, Nord the Noldor into exile. And they're, you know, they're put under the shadow of Mandos, and they wage a hopeless war with the Adain, with the men, against the, the Dark Lord Morgoth and his henchman Sauron. Now, what we do know is Feanor created three gems known as the Silmarilli, the Silmarils, yes. Um, and basically they were gems containing the light of Laurin and Telperion in full blossom. And basically everyone coveted these jewels, even Morgoth. And basically Morgoth stole the jewels and brought them back to his fortress of Thingorodrim, of Engban, the hills of iron. And essentially what happens is Feanor, when he's finally reached Middle-earth, and has done a few horrible things. He, there's something called the Kin Slaying, where he basically murders um, his fellow Calaquendi in the Blessed Realm. He, he basically um, puts the sword many of the Teleri to steal their ships, and he leaves behind even his half-brothers. So, I mean, that, that's, I mean, that's pretty harsh. Um, but what, it, what eventually happens, to make a long story short with him, is he ends up getting killed by Balrogs before he can even capture a single Slumberl. But basically, they have sworn an oath, him and his sons, that is, um, that they would basically um, capture the Slumberls for themselves. Now, what happens is one of the, the Noldor who went into exile was Galadriel, because she wanted to be um, kind of a, a queen of her own realm. Um, so to speak, but she wasn't exactly as corrupted, and she actually didn't really like Feanor. In fact, uh, it was said that the golden hair which she had basically inspired the creation of the Slumberlands. Um, when we are going into Galadriel, it's important to note that she was there since the very beginning, but in terms of when Tolkien was writing this stuff down, she came in very late. She just randomly appeared in the Fellowship of the Ring, and he had to rewrite and go back and do a lot of stuff. So there, there's, there's conflicting drafts concerning all that stuff. Then I would go on to Eorendil. Now, Eorendil was basically the son of Tuor, um, who was a mortal, and basically Idril Calabrindel, daughter of Turgon. This is the second union of elves and men. I want to go into Luthien Tenuviel next, because I want to spend a lot of time on that. But to, to make a long story short about Eorendil and the Sumrail, um, he takes a Sumrail and basically goes to the Undying Lands and says to the Valar, Yo, we need help. And the Valar are like, you know, okay, you know, we will forgive all the bad stuff the elves have done and, you know, men, what, what they've done over the years, and we'll come and help you guys out. And eventually what happens is Mordegoth is overthrown. Now, I want to go back now to Luthien to Nubial, as I, as I uh, just mentioned, because this story here is what Tolkien, I think, considered to be one of the greatest stories, one of the chiefest stories um, in his entire mythology, being like the mega one, you know, the one story to rule them all, so to, to rule them all, so to speak. Now, um, I of course can give a huge synopsis, 
But I wanted to know uh, what both of you knew about Luthien's Nubial and Bowden before I gave specific things, because, you know, while I have been completely engrossed in the Silmarillion, being in the Silmarillion seminars with Professor Tolkien, I always want outside opinions. Ah, uh, well, okay. It's a mis- Here's one thing. Here's one thing. Uh, members of the podcast, where Lady Erulase and I keep on making this one mistake over and over and over again. We've made it together where we've accidentally called a Tolkien professor, Professor Tolkien, on multiple occasions. I think I was the first one to ever make that mistake. Wait, wait, Christopher or J.R.R.? No, no, um, J- well, we've been confusing Professor you're- Corey Olson in terms of just like, you know... Oh, so you're, pure, you didn't know like, the Tolkien. No, no, not the Tolkien, not the Tolkien professor. Well, I'm just uh, Tolkien, like I, I, I know, I know. But I mean, for, for fans out there, we have done that on multiple occasions. We are almost that cool. We are almost that cool. We are not quite. But anyway, being on Corey Olson's podcast, uh, the Tolkien professor, um, talking about the Silmarillion, while I've been studying Oberon and Luthien in the, you know, in great detail, I was wondering, what do you guys know, just to give some common basis for our listeners? You know, I, I, go ahead. the Leaguer, uh, with the, the basically the union against Morgoth was destroyed, uh, but the armies still were, you know, out there. And there was a desperate band of men in the highlands of Dorthonion, um, a region in uh, the First Age. And there dwelt Barakir and a band of men, and his son was Beren. And after the treachery of one of um, their their fellow in the, in the band uh, named Gordon, Gordon Unhappy, uh, what happened was Beren escaped to uh, Doriath, and there he meets, uh, as you said, uh, Lady Erdelase, and there he meets Luthien Tanuvia, um, and you're correct in saying she is half Maya, um, and half Elf being the, basically the daughter of Eluthingal and Melian um, of Anan. So, you know, the, she comes of basically high royal blood, basically Beren wants to marry up, but he also, he, he really likes her, um, and eventually what happens is, Elothingal does not like Yeah, Elothingal says, no way, Jose, dude, it's not happening. Um, and he basically, th- these are the conditions Elothingal puts upon Baron. Okay, you want Luthien? You have to get a Silmaril from the Iron Crown of Morgoth. You have to go and get a Silmaril, which Morgoth has, chuck it off his, his Iron Crown where he's put them on, and basically return, and yet you shall hold me generous, he says. So to make a very long story short, he does this, but he, you know, he ends up dying. Um, I mean, you know, th- that's really simplifying things. I just basically summarized like, you know, hundred. I, I want to say hundreds of pages, but the, the entire bulk of the story. And you know, he returns by the grace of Valar with Luthien, 
Luthien decides to become mortal. And from them comes um, the half-elven, or the elf friends. So, you know, that's where you get eventually Erendil, and you, know, you get Elros Tarminiator, and from Elros you get basically down the line to, uh, you know, to Aragorn. And Elros is Elrond, because Elros' brother was Elrond, but Elrond chose to be an elf. That, that's one very interesting. The, the descendants of um, basically, uh, basically Luthien uh, to Nubiel, up until Erendil. We kind of have this dark patch where we, we kind of get the sense that they were kind of elves. Actually, no, they, they were elves because it was the, the daughter um, of Dior, Thingol's heir, um, was Elwing. And Elwing was an elf, and she was the wife of Eorendil. And Eorendil's children were, of course, Elros, and we have Elrond. So Eorendil's descendants had a choice to become whether they wanted to be uh, mortal or be immortal kindred. So, you know, of course, that's when we have, finally, Arwen's choice. And, that, and I, I, you know, let, let's talk about Arwen, because her character, I, I think, is worthy of huge now, especially. Well, John, I think, I think before I go to that, describe, describe her mind to the Evenstar. <laughs> well, one, the Evenstar is the star of Arendel. Arendel uh, basically becomes uh, a star, basically, by taking one of the Silmarils, getting in a boat, and basically sailing in outer space. That was Tolkien's idea. Yeah, it's a bit outrageous, boy. Um, and, he's, you know, and basically from afar, it looks like it's a shining light, so he's the even star. Now, um, Arwen is called Ndomina, the even, the even star of her people. So she has this huge background of being associated with this light. But also she is of the night. She's of the twilight of the darkness. Um, not that she is, you know, a dark personality or anything, but she is of the fading time. It is my choice. <laughs> dark Arwen. Dark Arwen. Dark Arwen. I'm not going to go into the, the ring with the... Dark Arwen. Dark Arwen. That's just the fan fiction communities do wear. Yeah, right. Whatever. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it's going to be Whatever. Um, Creative Commons Act. Anyway. But no, no. So... I, I know, I know, I know. I was trying to say that. Whatever. Well, Tolkien I, like, purists. Uh, <laughs> none of us are Tolkien purists. You can take that. I'm not going to mention who, what Tolkien purists I do. Anyway. Um, <laughs> okay. Lady Erulase, what do you have to say about Arwen and Domio? Um, I just, I think you pretty much covered it. Um, I just think the whole, I think, very than this year, they're more, um, more epic than Aragorn. I mean, Aragorn and Arwen are not so epic, if you know what I mean. Oh, you know. They still are epic. They're not as epic as Baron Luthien. Yeah, yeah, well, the thing is, in Baron Luthien, um, there's one part where Baron is captured by Sauron. And Luthien goes there with, uh, you know, Huwan, the Hound of Valnor. And she basically destroys Sauron's tower, and she makes basically, as Professor Olsen said in one little um, email we got, cry for his mommy. Um, Sauron basically is like completely freaking out because Luthien basically kicks his ass, to, to put it lightly. So, you know, Luthien is doing all these amazing things where, as Arwen, I'm, she, I think she has the same, I don't know if she does have the same potential of power, I, I'd like to think she does, but... I don't she really know. She's pretty be in the movie. But she, in the movie, you have Liv Tyler. Who... <laughs> yeah, yeah, Mowgli. She definitely, um... She can't take a hold of a book. Yeah, a little more... 
Yeah. Yeah, she is not ready it to. This is my choice. <laughs> I will decide. Or I will die, Father. And then Elrond comes in with his amazing acting face. Kneels down and says, This is the Matrix. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Hugo Weaving. Humans are a disease. <laughs> I'm sorry, I love his acting. Okay. okay, so we have talked a lot about elves and Tolkien. And I could go on probably for the next three trillion years if I was an elf. Oh, you're being talking generous. about elves. You're, you're, you're not, yeah, yeah, come on. Yeah, I've got like four trillion. Okay, yeah, probably, probably. So, but let's talk about elves from other works, because, I mean, you know, there's, there are elves in Can't practically wait. a lot of other stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's true. Uh, so, Lady Aralasa, you're coming back. What are your um, ideas? Okay. Okay, there are elves in kind of and then you're very like, educated and She isn't doing the Liv Tyler moping sequence. <laughs> anyway, yes. Um, <laughs> I, I love the part of Elvis where she's like, for instance, they were going to be. She's like, no, I'd rather run. If you get there way before they do. Yeah. It, <laughs> I, I know, she, she's just like, and I like, Aragon, like, all the time is like, oh my god, like, what's yeah, it's like, oh my god, oh my god, you know, like, what can I do, what can I do, what can I do? Like a barren reaction yeah, almost exactly. to Luthien's like, you know. Anyway. Oh, I forgot. It's uh, some, it's Bloodgar. Bloodgar. Blood. Just to talk about that root. Um, I remember Gandalf's original name in earlier rough drafts wasn't Gandalf. Um, it was Blood Orthan. Um, and that there's a character in The Hobbit, um, not even a character, just a brief mention to an old king named Blood Orthan or a great lord. Um, so the idea of having, you know, uh, Polini use the same root, I don't know if it was intentional or not, but talk about the, talk about the mega geek getting out here. <laughs> Bingo! <laughs> bingo! I'm no, sorry, we were talk, talking about Grand Theft Auto, I'm like, oh, bingo! <laughs> oh, bingo! Okay, no. just, just say the connection, okay, John. Okay, okay. In the earlier drafts of The Lord of the Rings, um, Frodo was not Frodo, he was Bingo! Bingo, son of, uh, son of Bilbo! And there, was a, and there was a song I remember. I remember. And there was a hot no, no, no. And Bingo was his name. Oh, B I N G O. B I N G O. Hey, yeah. hey, you realize I'm editing that out. No, no, you are so not. Okay. okay. All right. No, seriously, that is the connection between Bingo, the Hobbit, um, and Do -do. this character. <laughs> Trotter. 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 Trotter, the little hobbit with, with shoes which are iron shod. <laughs> and Luke Skywalker would have been called Luke Star Killer. Star Killer. Well, oh, they, they did that for, um, remember, um, uh, The Force Unleashed. They, I think that's where they got it from. Star Killer. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, so, anyway. No, but seriously. Um, Wait, that's not So there's a fur covered. <laughs> there's a fur covered um, elf in, in Eldest. Brissinger, Brissinger. Oh, there's there's a fur covered Russian. No, it's Brissinger. 
I think he there's one brief mention about something like that in Eldest, but the, I mean well, that's it's, yeah, it's, it's pretty sm small. It's minor. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, and then um, there's an Elf's um third. Oh, oh! I can't believe I forgot about him. Okay, Boromus. He is an Elf. He is very old, and he teaches Aragorn and well, his dragon teaches Sephira. Um. Oh, that, 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 that's right. I mean, well, but what about Brom? Well, yeah, whatever. Brom, not an elf. Oh, but that's true. That's true. And that is Jaws going off. John, you're such freaking popular on Twitter. Like, every five minutes, you get a freaking follower. Yeah, I'm okay. 22. Okay, people of Twitter. No, shh. Okay, shh, whatever. Shh. Fine. Follow at Oxide. That, that's, 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 follow that's, at... No, okay, okay. They, 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 they know who to follow. Um, anyway... <laughs> Let's go back to the elf idea. The elves of Middle Earth and the elves of Palini's universe. You scare me sometimes. Yeah, I but do. anyway, yes. Okay. Um, I I was told in my deep voice. I, I was I was supposed to talk about how elves of the North Pole, but I'm, <laughs> I, I think that's not very appropriate for this conversation. Um, I could talk about Buddy the Elf, played by Will Ferrell in the uh, hot cinematic picture. Elf. <laughs> um, he, oh, okay. he, there's also, there's he, also a musical called Elf. There, uh, I am very, he deserves it. Um, he, uh, he, you know, wanted to go find his dad who was on the naughty list and he found him in the Empire State Building. <laughs> and, and his dad was played by some other actor I don't know. He was also in very smart. Here I'm but that, but that, this is, this is Elf. Okay. Um, <laughs> And and then and then you know he's he's like he loves syrup. Um. Also, there are elves. Um. There's something about like they're, they're not very. I, they're not like. Okay. They are. There are elves in this book. Are they lacking? It's called Elves on the Road, and it's about elves that drive race cars. Right. But There's like. I have the books. You also, um, there's um, been some stuff on History Channel I've seen that elves, the reason why they're short, really short, is because the, uh, the importation of goods to the North Pole is, is terrible. Okay. So that, you know, the, the amount of milk that they have. Tolkien they, elves are they, not they, short they, people. No, but they have, no, 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 I'm talking about, oh, real, I'm talking about the real elves, John. Oh, the real elves. The real elves, yes. Yeah, with Santa, Santa, you know, he, he, well, anyway, he gets all the imports he wants because he's freaking Santa. And so you know he gets he gets you know to get milk, while these other people they, they get they get paid a ton of money, you know, just to work on these little toys, you know, like the what are, what are those things the, called etruscans? Yeah, there are no labor unions in the north. Yeah. Oh, uh, anyway. Yeah. Anyway, so they don't get any milk, even though you know Santa he's he's up there like mm, milk. <laughs> uh, these 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 poor. Uh, innocent, poor slaves. Poor slaves. Slave. They're pretty much children. This is like this is like a slum camp. They, <laughs> they live in colorful tenements. Okay, Santa, Christmas. by the way, is a communist. All, all they have is Christmas lights to light up the dark corners of their houses. It's, it's terrible. They have they have to lock their doors with Christmas ornaments. Yeah, okay, it's guys, harsh, but the guys, thing is that they don't get enough calcium in their diet, yeah, okay. making them short and cancerous. Yeah, because thing, so much radiation from your aurora borealis. If you want to help us, you know, try to figure out how we can help the elves in the North Pole, just call us the blood number. Okay, yeah, guys? we're we're creating up a charity yeah, fund. Yeah, charity fund. It's gonna be led by Aerolinon and Aerolinon. Better watch out. You better not cry. Because we are coming to town. Uh, 
So we told you why. <laughs> so, John, did you tell me the show? Yeah, yeah. seriously. Just yes. call call our number zero zero one one six 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 six. My number is nine one one, so we're good. Yeah, I, th <laughs> I think we're all fine. I think we're call good. me guys. Yeah, seriously, just just call us. We're, we're seriously give us money, okay? We'll we'll we'll, we'll help the elves. Well, help the elves. My brother, I think my brother could. And you can listen to me sing. Uh, Gil Gallup was an elven no. king. No. Oh, I should have included Gil Gallup. Don't. Gil no. Gil no. no. Okay, you already sang Gudu or Bingo. Gudu. <laughs> <laughs> No, we're not, we're not bringing that up. Oh, yes, we're, we, oh, we we're, are. We're, we're bringing up spoofs next time. Next next episode is going to be about No, not Tolkien Professor. Next eventually we're going to have uh, Tolkien spoofs. Okay. And then we'll and we'll go into a greater synopsis about Buddy the Elf. Yeah, of course. But l let me bring up Gil Gallad, because I released a, a YouTube oh. video recently on it. I actually seriously got a, um, a recent tweet um, from... Uh, Another fan. And you got okay. an amazing comment on your YouTube page from, from one from, person. From, from both of you. From, <laughs> from both of you. I, I got it today. Thank you very much. Okay. Yeah. And As you can see, we're so popular on YouTube. Yes. We, I mean, you two know, full comments in like three days. Yeah. That's no. that's that's success. Epic, epic yes. people. At a total like forty views. Yeah, four views. I just I said forty because I, I spent my life. Okay, here, yeah. guys, guys, seriously, check it out. It's all around zero one's channel. Yeah. Um, anyway, now that they know how popular we are, they're gonna totally check it out. Yeah, totally. They're, they're gonna want to do it. They'll be dying to find it. Yeah. Um, if, 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 if they're still listening. Yeah. By the way. If you're still listening, we appreciate you. Yes. Okay. Going back to Gil Gallen. Now, this is the poem that Sam uh, says in the Fellowship of the Ring, um, and it, I think it, it can explain Gil Gallen quite well and his whole role in elven society, and the works of J.R.R. Tolkien. Gil Gallen was an elven king. Of him the harpers sadly sing, the last whose realm was fair and free between the mountains and the sea. His sword was long, his lance was keen, his fiery helm afar was seen. The countless stars of heaven's field were mirrored in his silver shield. But long ago he rode away, and where he dwelleth none can say, for into darkness fell his star in Mordor, where the shadows are. Now, Gilgalad was the last high king of Middle-earth, being of the Eldar. His name, Gilgalad, broken down in our elven roots, um, is Starlight. His spear, uh, which was in the shape of an icicle, was Eglos, also pronounced at times Eglos. And Eggnog. Precisely. <laughs> <laughs> I never actually thought of that connection. Maybe it's... I think it's actually... No, guys, guys. On track. Right, yeah. right. Of Not course. Star Trek, Entree. Entree. Big Bully Go, where no other Tolkien geek has yeah, done. Yeah, okay, next time we're gonna make sure we get Star Trek. Star Trek, yeah. But don't! Not now. Not next now. time. That next time, guys. Um, anyway, so as, as I was saying, he was the last High King of Middle Earth. And um, there's some controversy. It says in the Silmarillion that he is the High son, son of Fingon. Christopher Tolkien said in the history of the Middle Earth series, which volume I can't yet say, um, that he was really the son of Orodrad, because Turgon would have been High King after Gilgalad. I mean, that, that's pretty much officially um, determined, because Gilgalad was the son... Oh no, okay, it doesn't say he was the son of Fingon, that is my bad. I'm just checking my notes right now, my mental notes. It was uh, Fingolfin, because Fingolfin um, slew and slight. He attacked Morgoth and uh, wounded Morgoth, but Fingolfin was slain fighting Morgoth. And it basically says, and then his, his son was Gilgalad or something. Or his son was Fingon, and Fingon's son was um, Gilgalad. 
Either, either, either way, there was some controversy with whoever his, his father was. So, boy, boy, am I really confused with now with my elven um, timelines. But anyway, Gilgalad eventually, regardless, becomes High King of Lindon in, um, the, thir in uh, the second, second age. Second, second age, yeah. Second, because after the War of Wrath, right, um, the land of Lune becomes the Gulf of Lune, and Balariand is destroyed by the seas. So in the early second age, that's when Lindon and the havens of Brith, not I don't think it was the havens of Brithambar, but it was some havens under Círdan were, were formed. So once you have that, Gilgalad is basically in the house. He has Elrond there. Everything is going great. But there's another kingdom nearby named Region. And in Region, there are many rings of power being made. Um, I, I think it's important to realize that um, the Rings of Power probably should get their own podcast in terms of their history, but Gil-galad refused Sauron's entry into Lindon. He knew that basically bad things would happen if Anatar, um, giver of gifts, not Avatar, Anatar. I keep on. I think people keep on messing up. Anyway, um, giver. If he basically forbade Sauron from entering Lindon, and it was sorry for that. Um, so eventually, what happens is he finds out. Yo, Sauron is doing some pretty horrible things. No. Sauron is trying to try to like rule the world and do some really horrible stuff. So he, Just like yeah, he basically, Way yeah, well, <coughs> controversy, controversy, controversy. Anyway, um, I, 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 I have my own personal views. I, I, I would agree with that, but honestly, I. Morgoth spat in the face of Illuminar. Yeah. Okay. Um, more controversy. More controversy. More controversy. Controversy. Anyway. Um, I feel like, you know, um, I shouldn't speak like trees. This show should be called Two Smart People, One Dumb Guy. <laughs> <laughs> I, okay, I the, the last laugh isn't on me. Um, <laughs> I wonder if I should talk like Treebeard, talking about Gilgal. And Gilgalit was an elven king. I will be speaking for seven months because ends don't say oh anything God, I'm gonna have a stroke. unless it takes a long time to say. You're gonna give me yeah. a stroke, John. Anyway, so uh, to make a very long story very, very short, um, Gilgal creates an alliance with the son of Amandil, Elendil, um, whose sons were Isildur and Anarion of the basically United Realms in exile. And they finally assail Sauron upon the battle plain of Dagonad and enter through the Moran and the Black Gate into the land of Shatter. And they then, the last in the Last Alliance, they form the Last Alliance. They are the founders of the Last Alliance. Now, what happens is Gil Galen marches his forces, they besiege the Dark Tower, tower of the Baradur for, uh, I think it was like several years actually. Um, and, or I'm pretty sure it was seven years. Good times. Um, yeah, talk about, we're hanging out outside the dark tower, guys, yeah. Um, uh, I'm sure they didn't have, like, you know, um, portable TVs or PCs to keep or them Or popcorn. Or popcorn. No! No Lumber Spread! By the way, um, Lady Erlase, have you tell us of your experiences with Lumber Spread? Because you actually made oh, Lumber Spread. I have actually eaten Lumber Spread. Yes. It is disgusting. Don't try it. Unless you're a hobbit. You've heard that. You've you've heard that from Lady Orlase, greatest of all the elf names of uh, Arda. That's so. a direct quote. You can take this to your teachers and say it's a primary source. Precisely. Good job, kids. Okay. <laughs> anyway, back on track. Um, what happens is Gilgalad eventually gets killed uh, by Sauron. Um, his spirit passes to Mandal, so does he return or does he not? 
Uh, Tolkien says nothing. Uh, but in a few, in a few fanfics out there, uh, beware, there is a few return of Gilgalad fanfics. Um, I think... Oh, yeah. Don't right? read them. No, they're actually pretty good. Some of them are okay. Don't read no, them. Some of them are bad, but whatever. Don't one, read them. There's one really good. Say just needs quote. No, I'm not. Say it! You say it. Bring on the haters. <laughs> <laughs> just, we, just, we should talk like every meal time. We, we should seriously. What's up, haters? What's up, haters? <laughs> All Tolkien shows. I'm right? not gonna say it. No. No, we'll no. say we'll, we'll say at the beginning of our next podcast, and then, and, the, and then they'll never like us ever again. Yeah, they'll probably hate us. Okay, <laughs> I, I think that basically wraps up uh, today's episode on the elves. Um, uh, basically, may the name of Ero be forever blessed, and blah blah blah. May the stars shine upon your faces. God, I'm trying to come up with something brand new. And to the haters. To the haters. Nimbari.